to start this one by just really taking time you know if you're listening if you're tuning in just taking a moment of silence and you know putting up prayers for all of the violence and misunderstandings and I think we're at a time where people are searching for answers and even me trying to find what specifically to pray for. Just just pray that we, as a people, and I'm speaking on a global level, begin moving in the right direction. I guess that would be the proper way to phrase it because um, I try to be consistent in my messaging. Two things I usually say is control the controllable and, you know, let the rest play out. And right and wrong is relative depending on what side you're standing on. So, and to break it down even further, it's like sometimes you can overstress yourself as far as the first statement, control the controllable. Sometimes you can stress yourself about things that you can't control. You can't control the weather. You can't control what teachers you're going to get. You can't control, you know, how someone else is going to act or react to certain situations or, you know, how they're going to behave. But you can control how you react, uh, your discipline in situations, you know, just just self. You can control self. So, Making self uh, as best as possible and as knowledgeable as possible in whatever field or just in a variety of things puts one in a better position to, you know, to make the best position. And it also relieves a lot of stress because if something is going wrong, for instance, if you may feel that uh, you're not at a weight that you want to be at, you can control that, you know, so it gives more power back to self and keeps one from falling into a mental hole or depression because you can't control uh you know the other things that, that you may be stressing about so that's that's how i look at that point and the other one is right and wrong uh you know dependent right and wrong is relative because it, uh you know i can like uh color and you can like color and i could think it's wrong I'm standing on this side and give you all of these instances, but then maybe I move into a different society and they value the other color and, you know, I start to see it a different way. You know, so it's, it's, it's all relative in that instance. So just take, let's take 10 seconds out and just really, uh, you know, pray that we begin as a people, a global people to move in a positive direction. 
and I thank everybody for who took time out to do so. It's it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on, and I think we can all agree that none of us has definitive answers. And I wanted to specifically make this cast about. I've dropped a series, and I think I've started around, I want to say, maybe 2012, 11, 13. In between those times with a, a Letter to Obama series, and I recently just dropped the third one. And beginning, it was more so about just getting an individual focus. You know, a, a lot of us come up in impoverished situations in the inner cities and uh, single-parent households and, you know, with that lack of attention from father figures, proper mentors, and a lot of times that ends up uh, we end up searching for that in the wrong places and, and the result of that is what we see going on in the world today. But just a focus, like a, a a conference, it's because it's easy to blame. You know, even the last song, it sounded a little more aggressive than the other two. The other two were talking. This one was more so like, okay, you're not gonna listen. You're not gonna focus on the black community specifically as you. And speaking to Obama, you're not going to focus on the black community specifically. You're not going to. Uh, I mean, we've seen you do specific things for other groups. So I would think just in fairness, especially you being a black man, that eventually you get to us, especially with everything that's going on in the world with black men, women, and children being murdered every day by police officers. And I just want to focus on that issue specifically because too many times people want to get bring up other issues to deflect from what we're actually speaking about. For example, if we're talking about fixing the top of the desk, you don't need to come to me talking about the destinies, knobs, and stuff. We we all get to that. You know, we we understand that we're gonna have to fix it in its entirety. But before we get to that, we were specifically speaking on how we're gonna fix the top of the desk. So a lot of times, when just speaking about the problems between relations, specifically the black community and law enforcement, they were. People want to bring up, and I and I think a lot of times it's just really to agitate, but they want to bring up, well, what about the crime amongst each other? And I think even people who entertain the conversation too far, it's a simple, it's a simple uh, end debate to that. When blacks kill blacks, someone goes to jail majority of the time, and. You know, even if you're waiting to see if you're going to be convicted or not, usually you're sitting down in jail. When it happens with law enforcement, they never go to, you know, it's confusing. So you're saying, well, one person does 
something is not okay, but when the other person does something and we're supposed to be all equal under the laws and things like that, they never go sit down in a cell. You know, they're, they get the benefit of doubt truly innocent until guilty. But when a regular citizen does it, they're guilty until proven innocent just based on action. You know, not, not just taking the words and stuff like that. And a lot of times, you know, in these black-on-black situations, they don't have the money for bail because they can say, well, they can pay, but, you know, they don't. They're coming from poor environments. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a big difference. And there's a, there's a support given to why law enforcement reacts the way it does. And that support is not given to why this black-on-black crime. You know, so if we was doing it equally, like, Every time a black on black crime happened and you know the president and other and and we specifically focus on it's not an attack on Obama because you can never truly understand what it's like to be the president until you're the president you know for all we know this the whole agenda of this could have been to show, to deter blacks from ever wanting a black president again. Because under every other president, even if the killings had been happening like that, it wasn't so much in your face. Now it's like we have to watch each other die on TV daily. We have to constantly see it on the internet over and over again. Watch a man. You know, life gets snatched from right right in front of our eyes, you know. And then we have to listen to the media, the mainstream media, demonize these people. And once again, if we're specifically addressing fixing the top of a desk, and you're telling me about the knobs, the knobs will be bringing up different things in their past. That has nothing to do with what happened right here. We're speaking of a specific issue that happened and every time there's a demonization of the victim, you know, but it's not an equal thing, you know, because they always want to throw in the knives to black on black. It's not the same thing when it's amongst each other. Nobody wants to address the root of the problem when it's black on black. And once again, when it's black on black, we go straight to jail for that. And when it's law enforcement on civilian, they don't ever go to jail for it, which, you know, I don't understand. You know, they don't have to post a bill or nothing like that, like a regular civilian. And, you know, they're always right. I mean, in any situation, how can someone always be right? I mean, just the logic, I mean, you're always right. And even when you see plain as day that something is wrong, they tell the mainstream media and the legal officials tell us we didn't see that. Now, everybody else saw it except them. You know, so it, it comes to, to me that, you know, and even even to it, it wasn't personal like any of the music. It's not really a personal thing. A lot of times it's just a vent. It's a vent. It's a vent. It's a vent of frustration. It's a 
you know that that's how I paint my art. You know that's that's my picture and that's my contribution to the situation. Some people may go out and protest. Uh, some people may draw. Uh, some people may go create an app around it. Some people may write a book. I just make music to try to because th this is to me the music will be the scrolls. To me, to me the music will be the writings on the pyramid and the hieroglyphs, the history books. This is how it will be told, and it's just from my perspective. So it's never a personal thing. It's never. It's just art. You know, it's not like oh oh you know, oh they said this so this is no, it's, it's just art and it's just art in the moment, you know, so to try to get the purest feeling of what was going on at that time. So if you're listening to it 200 years from now, you can really get an idea of the sentiments of the people of the times. And like, a, but to really get out, be honest, um, it's not even a total demonization of Obama because we don't know what those shoes are like. We don't know, you know, and, and, and trust me, I'm as hard hard on on what should be because of my opinion but once again i don't know what it's like but i think at least a conference to try to break down what can you do you know because we see specifically things done for other groups so maybe getting some of the people some of the top people in the black community as far as the intellectuals who can really articulate different points who the people respect, not the ones that are chosen for mainstream media and the ones who that that won't say anything that may ruffle uh, your feathers and things like that, but the ones who really will say something, you know, they don't agree and, and really break down or even just the conversation. Who knows that the conversation may just be, okay, I never looked at it like that. You know, Obama just sitting down with a group of a lot of the intellectuals that people respect, guys from that been in the Hidden Colors documentaries, the Tariq Nasheeds, the uh, Dr. Umars, the uh, Dr. Joy DeCruz. Um, who else I want to say? Dr. Boyce Watkins. I mean, people from all of these fields who've been pushing... Uh, black having pride in themselves for years and now it's becoming a mainstream thing but I think at least a conversation or maybe you know invite I don't want to say invite anybody because then you'll get you can you can over talk some people but you know a lot of these guys who've been in it who've done the research years and years and years and who can stand amongst the people and speak, but who can also stand amongst respected people and articulate themselves in a way that the rest of the world can understand. So I think that would do some well. You know, just having a conversation. You know, maybe nothing comes from it. Maybe something comes from it. But just the conversation so both sides can really get an understanding of each other, of what's going on, and what can possibly get be done. And maybe it's something more that us as a whole need to do in support to make something happen on a higher level. Maybe it starts from the bottom. We're looking at it like it would start from the top, but you know, maybe just maybe, maybe we're wrong. You know, maybe we're wrong. Maybe you're wrong. But just that conversation, I think, 
would change a lot. Would change a lot. It would change a lot. And I think some healing would come from that as a whole. When we're we're hearing the mothers begin to speak out of the victims. Uh, recently, Tamir Rice's mother, she just, you know, she was speaking, I believe, on CNN or MSNBC, and she was saying she didn't know how Obama slept that night because, you know, it's almost like these things are happening, these murders are happening, and he's turning his head. You know, it's, it's always a sympathizing with one side, and with the other side, you know, it's kind of like a brush-off thing. It's, it's, we don't feel, well, most people who I talk to, I'm not going to say everybody, but you know, for the most part, it's not a feeling of empathy. It's not a feeling of something that's going to be done, that there's going to be some type of foreseeable change. So, I mean, that's traumatic, you know, to to, to really think about every time you go out or you send your kid out that, not only that something can happen to them, but something can happen to them, and there's no re repercussions for those actions. Is murder murder, or is murder murder only among civilians? And if it's that, then just say it. You know, because I'm one of those people, like, when I speak with Trump, I say at least he's wearing who he is on his sleeve. It's not, I'm telling you I'm this, but the actions say something else. He's No, he's saying he's this. And, you know, he, he he's wearing it all the way through. And that's, I think, what a lot of the Republicans, you know, they're telling you exactly who they, you know, for the most part, who they are. And that's why I think the, the future politicians will continue to be like this and, and, and get further and further. No matter how you feel about the person, you can respect something. It just is what it is. And they say who they are and they are who they are. Rather than somebody plays they, your friend and down the line, they end up stabbing you in the back. And that's kind of how the black community feels right now. Like, you know, we, we believed that change would come. We didn't, you know, we definitely didn't think we would be seeing all of these blacks getting murdered on camera under a, you know, under a black presidency. But that might be the, we might, but like I said, you might not know. This may be the subconscious thing of you wanted this, you you, you wanted this. We're going to make it so bad and so blatant under a black president that you'll never ask for a black president again. So you don't know if that's the game. Then maybe, you know, this is chess. These people play chess. So that could be the agenda of some. I'm not going to say all because I think they're good and bad in all positions. I don't think this is a black versus white thing. I think this is a, some people who feel one way which some may look at as good, and some people who look at it another way, who some look at as bad, or a justice-injustice thing. Some people view, uh, think that citizens and law enforcement should be held at an equal standard, and another group doesn't. I think that's the best way, way to phrase it without attacking anyone. And we either have to just get a statement, I think a statement to come out where when they do it, it's not wrong. If they just say that, then we could begin to move accordingly and not expect it. I mean, it's already to that point, but I think if you just really put it out there like this is just what it is, you know, then you'll say people, the 
protest and the fight, putting the energy because you know that from the system isn't going to change. And if the system isn't going to budge, you know, then people can start adjusting how they begin to look at the situation. Or you can say the system can change. We can begin to hold these people accountable, but to do so, we need to do this, this, and this. So more than anything, I think some type of conference with people, politicians, with ma mainstream media people, and with grassroots people, and not just the grassroots that they that you the mainstream media wants to push, but the grassroots that. A lot of people are afraid to let on mainstream media because of what they may say. Sometimes the truth, one's truth, may be uh, hurtful to some, you know, but we have to get all of these different messages out to come to a better future, and that's what I think is just all about in the end. Moving into a better future, moving into a better way of thinking, moving into a more peaceful world, moving into a world where people begin to understand self first and are not just, you know, going with what the cool thing is or you know, what the crowd thinks, to really get an understanding of self. And I think that will be a healing process for this world if more people begin to think, more people begin to research, more people spend a little bit more time with themselves. You know, you don't always have to be around somebody. Um, just taking the time out, I think, will do a lot for society in the long run. Focusing on diet, really pushing the kids to uh, stray away from a lot of things that we're into, you know, because we may be into it, but, you know, we know it's beneficial down the line and what's not. And just because we're into it, the kids don't have to be into it. We can save the future still. The hope is in, is, is, is in the youth, and we have to begin to give back and build and stand up for the future. We complain, generation before us complain. We can keep talking and saying what's wrong, but if we don't begin to take the necessary steps, then it'll just keep getting worse. And it starts with putting... The mind, developing the mindset, discipline, 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 pushing discipline in the next generation, pushing respect, teach them to be respectful towards people. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's all right to be wrong. It's all right to lose. Lose respectfully. You shake that person's hand. It's all right to just talk about a problem sometimes. Everything doesn't deserve you. You know, going flipping out or something like that, you know, we're not going to look out, down on you because you had a bad moment. How are you going to come back? That's what it's about. How are you going to brush? You brush yourself off, get back up, hold your head high, and go work again and come back and prove everybody. Not everybody. Come back and become a better you. It's not about proving nothing. It's just about becoming a better you every day. What's meant for the next person is meant for you. One person heaven is another person's, you know, or heaven for me may be different for you. We're chasing different things, so we have to stop comparing our life, our, where they're at and where we, we're right, where we're supposed to be. Now, we might need to correct a few things, 
getting towards, but as long as we make, we're one step better tomorrow than today. And we've made progress. And that's how I think we need to start looking at life, just focusing on not can I get this kind of And I make myself mentally, physically, spiritually a better person every day. And and if we focus on those things, I think we'll begin to see uh, a change in the world. Um, be considerate. Be considerate of all sides. Try to look at things from all views. I think we need to become more logical in these times because, you know, we don't have the luxury of mistakes. We don't have the luxury of too much more going wrong because too too many wrong decisions, too many reactionary decisions could lead into situations getting worse. You know, a lot of people say, how much worse can it get? Who knows? But, you know, once again, I just pray that we begin to move in a positive direction, whatever that is. I'm not sure, but, you know, it's higher power out there that, you know, it does. And I pray that people begin to find self or pray people begin to seek peace as a whole, you know, as a whole, in the voice and everything that people feel like they're missing or, you know, the root of all the anger and frustration that's going on in the world. I pray for a healing for that. You know, it's, if you're lost right now and you you, you just feel like don't nobody understand you, you know, I, you know, I pray for you. you know, keep fighting. You know, don't give up. Keep working. You know, even when everybody around you stop believing, you just got to know that you might be going through something, but, man, you can bounce back. Man, I seen it. I did it. I lived it. That's the story of my life. That's why I do a lot. Man. That's why, you know, I hold the underdog so high, and it's really we're all in the underdog position at some point. We're all at a point where, at some time, they don't lead. They don't see the vision. They don't. And you show them. I mean, you're not show them, but you just show yourself. You know, show yourself. Like, cause that's the biggest. Like, yeah, I said I could do it, and I did it. Don't lose that. No, don't lose that. You could be anything, no matter what situation you're in. Don't lose that, man. Because you need it. You need it, especially in the times right now. I mean, we got one sh one shot at this. Don't forget that you're an example. Don't forget that it's, even when you don't believe in yourself, when you don't want this, there's somebody else watching you. It's a younger sibling, a younger nephew. Uh, uh, you know, somebody is watching you. Somebody, you're the hope. And when you quit, kind of take a little hope away from them. Life is about connections. Look at all the most successful industries. It's, it's, it's something with connecting people. We're all connected. We're not alone. The success of one is, you know, it's never a on my own thing as much as we want to think that. It's always something else, whether we see it, just, just to see it. And sometimes to see it is the most important thing because once you see somebody, oh, I can do that now. It's just like an Olympic record. Once somebody... You know, broke a certain time, everybody started doing it. For years, they couldn't. But just when you see the one person do it, it be, you know, changes what you think is possible. And once you think you can do it, it's already done. Got it. Like, everything people need, man, we already got. 
Don't got to be mad at what the next person got. Man, applaud them. Applaud them. Man, that's great. That's what's up, man. Like, you got, we, we got to get to that. It's, it's the small things. The, these are my solutions, the small things. Congratulating people. Letting everybody know who had some part in your success. That's why I always, like, people will tell you, I'm always saluting somebody who helped me or was an inspiration from the Muhammad Ali's to the Tupac's to uh, the first people I seen rapping, uh, Jarson, Rose, Shine, like, just seeing that. When I seen Rose perform at a talent show, when I seen... Uh, when I heard Sean bring his track down and down the street and let me hear, like, oh, you making music? Now you can make beats, too. You know, that was inspiring, like, just to see people around me, you know, making the music at a, at a young age. And that opened the possibility for me to be able to come in and, 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 and make my mark on music. And, you know, music changed my life, just being able to make it. So... Just always being appreciative, um, showing respect to people who've seen the vision, Rome, Jukes, um, trying to think. Just, just everybody, everybody around it who ever seen it, like, yeah, like, if you ever listen to the music, now, nah, from now, nah, uh, uh, JoJo, uh, you know, that's, that's much love, much respect, you know, just for seeing it, because it, you know, that, that's the push to keep going. You know, some people inspire you to start. Then you need the people to push you to keep going. So that's why I say it's all important on us respecting each other. Us, and respect is the congratulating and, and, and saluting and, the you know, thanking people and just being respectful all the way around. When you get there, staying humble to a certain extent, you know, acknowledging that you work hard for your spot, but also staying at a place where you can, you know, give back some type of information, give back some type of appreciation, give back feedback, you know, just sometimes, not all the time, because we do get to a point where it gets busier, busier, and busier, but it's still a respectful way to do anything. And then being disciplined enough to take advantage of the opportunity once you get it, when the door opens, or not not losing yourself, not getting too lost in, yeah, we all want to have a good time. We all want to have fun, but those things should never be at the expense of one's opportunity to change one's life, one's family life, and to create a legacy. It should never be at the expense of that. How is this going to affect my legacy? How is this going to affect my family? How is this going to affect my happiness? Once it contradicts those things, Turn the other way. That's not the way to go. It's going to affect those things, which are very important to, you know, what's going on in life. Very important to the future. And think twice about it. Um, I mean, that's really, really it, man. It's just, just be more open-minded. I'm always open to conversation. I'm always open to 
the possibility of maybe my point isn't right. You know, because there's always different ways to look at things. So be mindful of that as to things going on in the world. Be mindful of making every move that's made, everything that's said, make sure it's, 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 it's truly thought out because we have no more time for major mishaps. We're going to make small mistakes, but we want to stay away from the key major mistakes. Carry yourself respectfully. Talk respectfully to everyone. We're in very hostile times. There's no time to play with people. There's no time to be talking, oh, I know this, this, and that. I mean, you got to understand, life isn't fair. Life isn't fair right now. And slowly but surely, we, we, we're we going to move towards a better future. We're going I'm, uh, I assure that we're going to move towards a very better future. And I see that and I believe that in my heart. But we got to move accordingly. But if you don't move accordingly, you might not be around to see it. So you got to, even sometimes you feel like, man, this, be respectful, because it's not worth it. Not worth it. Be respectful, stay disciplined, and always keep the finish line in mind. Thank you for tuning in. If you ever listen to my music, if you listen to me right now, if you ever supported anybody around me, if you've done something inspirational, if you're creating, you're given to this world, you're helping someone. You're showing love. You're spreading this type of mentality. You're giving this good energy off. Feeding that into the universe. And from the bottom of my is love. And continue doing that. Continue doing that. And don't ever think that what you're doing is unnoticed because it's affecting somebody. And as long as it's affecting one person, you're changing the world. So thanks. Continue to be the person you are, continue growing, continue believing, and don't let, don't let this world numb you, don't let it, keep believing, keep fighting, and keep chasing your dreams, this is going to happen, we're moving into better times, even when, remember, it's darkest before dying, it's coming, I see it, I'm telling you, I see it. We're moving into a wonderful time, but we got to get through this first, and it's just, it's just a step in the journey. Stay logical. Stay disciplined. Stay, keep that youthful dreamer alive. Spread positivity and spread love. Spread happiness somehow.